0: Walking up to the club, I could already hear and feel music pulsating and vibrating through the walls. And the line? The line was long, but nobody seemed to care. They were all just standing there, waiting, smoking, having conversations, and we were among them. Following a large group to the door, I crossed the threshold, and at that moment, my mind was immediately transformed and transfixed. With my senses heightened, The sweet smell of clove cigarettes mixed with regular cigarettes was even stronger on the inside as they coalesced with sulfur and sweat. As I continued, I inwardly grinned as I saw on the dance floor a beautiful mass of souls individually expressing themselves and expressing life. Hello everyone, my name is Bishop Friesch and I want to welcome you to My Life Through Music where I talk about the songs and music that were either there at the time or describe thoughts, feelings, emotions that I was experiencing at those particular places and at those particular times. And the only song that can do this for these memories is one of the most unique songs I have ever heard and that is How Soon Is Now by the Smiths released in 1984. If you happen to see the previous video, you will remember that Attendance Girl had finally given me a mixtape of all the bands that we had talked about during our first phone conversation. And yeah, this song was on it. And hearing it for the first time, and speaking only for me, when I consider where I was in life, the time, the place, the headspace that I was in, it made for a literal near spiritual experience. And I'm not just saying that for effect, I really mean that. In the beginning, you've got Johnny Mars guitar. I mean, this exquisite and celestial sound to me was so alluring, so seductive, so entraining. And to sum it up, it was just magical. It was nothing I had ever heard before in my life. And then behind it, you get this high-pitched sound that kind of just screams across the sky of your mind and slowly trails off into the horizon. And then you have the the mesmerizing, charming, haunting, and for me also the healing voice of the one, the only Morrissey. There are many female performers whose voices have captivated and enchanted me over the years, but very few male performers' voices has ever had the kind of effect on me like like Morrissey's, and I'm not afraid to say that. Even to this day, still has the same effect. One more thing before I continue. All singers, uh, writers, and performers, they repeat lyrics, and they repeat lines. It's embedded in songwriting, I believe, Uh, It's essential. It's natural and normal and Morrissey does this quite a bit, but no one No one in my opinion does it like he does I don't think I've ever heard Anyone who can repeat a lyric and that repeated lyric within that same song Be just as powerful or even more powerful when they previously sang it Which in my opinion gives strength and power to the rest of the lyrics. God, I hope I got that point across. And speaking of those lyrics, yeah, seemingly just like everybody else does, I had to listen a few times, especially at that age, to understand that in the beginning, he's not talking about the sun, that red ball in the sky, or the air, that stuff that we breathe, but he was actually talking about the sun, a male child and heir, a person who inherits, which is brilliant right off the bat, a brilliant play on words. But the son and heir of what? The son and heir of, quote, a shyness, end quote. But what about that shyness? The shyness that was, quote, criminally vulgar, end quote. And I love that. I love that. Not just vulgar, but criminally vulgar. And hearing that and finally understanding it at that age really was a light bulb moment for me. Because a few videos ago, what was my typing teacher trying to get me to overcome? My shyness. And when I heard that line, it just pierced right through me. Because after those events took place, I was shown that shyness was something. I was going to have to get over and break through, just like everybody else my age. And once I could do that, I could take the first step or steps to being who I really was or being who I wanted to be unapologetically. But I'll get to that down the road. So as I got to know Attendance Girl better, along with her friends, I began to become more interested and immersed in their music and their style and culture. And additionally, just like all music genres, country-western, rock, pop, hip-hop, etc cetera, uh, they have their own unique ways of expression and dancing. And this group was no different. And sometimes I would hang out with them during lunch and I would listen to them talk about their experience Uh, or experiences at these dance clubs and I become to get a little disconcerted because I really had no idea about any of this about any of this world at least not to that extent and so I would listen inquisitively and I would marvel at what they were experiencing and I wanted to be part of it but you know they were a little bit older than i was they had cars and i didn't have a car back then i you know and these these places were in tempe and in phoenix and i don't even know if i was 16 at the time i may have been but i certainly didn't have a car one night either a friday or a saturday night i can't remember out of the blue i get this phone call from attendance girl And she says, Hey, a few of us are going out dancing tonight. Do you want to come? And I was like, yeah. And I remember I got into a little argument with my mom that night because I didn't have any money. I mean, I didn't have a job back then. And uh, she she didn't want to give me any money. And I think part of it was she just was trying to make it hard for me to go because she really didn't want me to go. And so I called back a tennis girl. I was like, you know what? I may not be able to go because my mom's being this way. And and she says, uh, she goes, don't worry, we got you. I'm like, oh, cool. And so I can't remember if my mom ended up giving me money or not. I can't remember. But it didn't matter because I was going. Walking up to the club, I could already hear and feel music pulsating and vibrating through the walls. And the line... Yeah, the line was long, but nobody seemed to care. They were just standing there, waiting, smoking, having conversations, and we were among them. Following a large group to the door, I crossed the threshold, and at that moment, my mind was immediately transformed and transfixed. With my senses heightened, the sweet smell of clove cigarettes, mixed in with regular cigarettes, was even stronger on the inside as they coalesced with sulfur and sweat. As I continued, inwardly I grinned as I saw on the dance floor a beautiful mass of souls individually expressing themselves and expressing life. We all walked in and found a place to gather and I got introduced to some more very cool and interesting people. As I slowly got my bearing and tuning in and synchronizing with the space, I ventured off by myself for just a few minutes just so I can process it all. And in doing so, I ran into two other girls that I knew from my school who were there. And uh, it was very funny because I think they were more surprised to see me as I was to see them. You know, we, We were all like, what are you doing here? And they were like, what are you doing here? And it was the first time I remember actually seeing them or us seeing each other outside of school. And after that, I don't think we ever looked at each other in the same light again. Uh, It felt like we had more of a special connection or consideration or even respect for each other than we did before, which should not have made any difference at all. But as a teenager, those types of things do sometimes But that would be an interesting understanding that I would learn later on in life. But I do remember talking to them, and one of them extensively, and finding out more and more about her to the point when I walked away, I remember thinking to myself, man, she is very, very interesting. How intriguing. And I never imagined her being that way. But without that experience, I would have never known some of those things about her. As the song that had just been playing was ending, I started to go back and join my friends. And instead of that song kind of just trailing off and then the next song kind of bleeding into it, which is what typically happened, there was no music for a second. Only the distinct sound of a couple hundred people talking. The lights went out and for a moment, it was just pitch black. It actually seemed darker on the inside than the night outside. Suddenly, the light started flashing all over and then the unearthly sound of Johnny Marr's guitar and the beginning of How Soon Is Now streaked through the club like a lightning bolt and exploded inside of me. Now, I had obviously heard this song before, but not like that, not in that setting, not with that background, not with those speakers, not in those acoustics, and never with that energy. Everyone began to move separately, but as one, if that makes any sense. Almost in a perfect ritualistic, harmonious rite. And I'm using both rite, R-I-T-E, and write R-I-G-H-T because both of those things were happening and both definitions of those two words are equally and perfectly suited in describing what I was experiencing. The entire population of this mass of souls at that moment was one. And aside from live performances from other bands, which I had seen before, and this wasn't even live, But like a concert, I was observing and acknowledging the true power of sound and music right before my eyes. I quickly started to look for my friends because I wanted to experience this moment with them. I found them and seamlessly joined in what could only be described as a ceremonious act. It was absolutely and truly amazing. We spent the rest of the night um, in our group, dancing, laughing, smoking, to all kinds of great, great music, all the way until it closed. Walking in the parking lot to the cars, I looked at all the people leaving, going back to their lives. Who were they? What did they do? They were all so different, but also the same. And I started to think to myself conceptually, Man, this world is a lot bigger than I ever imagined. How much bigger? What else is out there? Will I ever experience it? And if I can, how can I get out there and experience it? I poured myself into the car, just drained both physically and mentally. And I watched the driver, a really cool goth guy from our school in all black with long black stringy hair, slide a cassette into the tape deck as we listened to Dead Can Dance for the Drive Home, which was a very soothing counterbalance to the night's events. It caused the night to just kind of slow down a little bit, if that makes any sense. As we slowly made our way out of the parking lot, I sat there with the window just partway down so I could let the fresh air in as I was processing and examining the night. Within those few moments, a tenants girl and I exchanged a very thorough and intense glance through a growing tension, a tension that felt like a swell forming in the deep ocean, far away from the beach, but it was moving in that direction. Will it ever reach the beach? And if so, when? And only the powerful words from this great song could describe and define that moment in my mind. Quote, when you say it's gonna happen now, well, when exactly do you mean? See, I've already waited too long and all my hope is gone, end quote. This song, along with specific parts from another Smith song, entitled, There is a Light That Never Goes Out, released in 1986, beautifully defines that night for Quote, take me out tonight, where there's music and there's people who are young and alive, end quote. But that night, how soon is now, violently, shattered inside of me and became a part of me forever, I love this song and I love it more than I did when I first heard it over 30 years ago. Its meaning to me continues to evolve in me and evolve to me. And in my opinion, it will always stand the test of time. So what are your experiences with it, if there are any? What does it do for you? When did you hear it? What do you think of it? When I hear this song, it it opens my mind, opens my emotions, and frees my spirit. Every time I hear it, I reminisce of youth, adventure, and a world opening up to me, and a girl and a song who helped in that process. Quote, I am human and I need to be loved, just like everybody else does. End quote. One final thing about How Soon Is Now. There are several places in this song where there is a curious yet perfectly placed sequence of sounds, and if you stream it, you'll first hear it at the 3 minute and 12 second mark, and then subsequently at the 3 minute 31 second mark, and then the 4 minute 21 second mark, etc. Um, but in my world, I know that those sounds are not made from a bell, but it, those sounds represent bells to me. They just do. And that is very important to me and very meaningful to me. These are just some of the many reasons why I want to thank the Smiths for this incredible and extraordinary song and why How Soon Is Now is where it's at in my My Life Through Music playlist. I'll put the link to this song, as well as There Is a Light That Never Goes Out, also by the Smiths, and Some Dead Can Dance in the description. And if by chance you've never heard How Soon Is Now by the Smiths, I urge you to please check it out when you can, however you access your music uh, these days. And I hope you'll know what I'm talking about and what I mean when you do hear it. As always, I want to thank you for your time. I know it's very valuable and I look forward to seeing you in the next video where I talk a little more about my life through music.